Hi, welcome back to Cancel Culture Podcast. What's up, Alexa? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's going good. It's going. We just had a really deep conversation, actually, before we started recording, and we did. We we did, and I think we might need to talk about it a little bit. Let's get into it, girl. This is episode two, putting on your clown makeup, and mm-hmm. honestly, guys, this is Alexa's topic. This is what she's most excited for, so I'm going to let her lead us into it. So with this topic, it kind of resonates with me because... I have been a fool myself for the past year. You know, I connected with somebody and I welcome them with open arms every time they come back into my life. And it leaves me feeling very, very foolish. And now that's a lot something of it. you say a lot, not to interrupt you, but mm-hmm. you call yourself a fool a lot. So do you translate a being fool a fool with love? a clown makeup? <laughs> a fool in love? <laughs> no, I think um, it can be kind of a confusing um, title, but I think in the end it's more like, I know what I'm getting myself into. Mm -hmm. I know what this person is going to give me and what they want and what they don't want. And yet I continue to almost like create a fantasy about them Mm -hmm. and think that maybe one day they will care about me the way I care about them. And maybe one day, you know, I will have that connection back with them. And that's, I think, why I call myself a fool because I know logically it's not healthy. Mm -hmm. But in my fantasy mind and my fantasy world, like, I want that thing with that person. So, totally. so we're going to get into the Instagram comments on this topic really quick, though. I just want to ask Alexa how her trip was in L.A. And then, um, oh my gosh, you guys won't believe it. L.A. was a f- it was fun like it always is. You know, I have family there and it was great. I one of my stylist friends linked me up with this job to work with an L.A. fashion um, week designer. Mm-hmm. So I did hair for some models and everything just went amazing. The whole weekend was amazing. Um, I did end up contacting so-and-so. No, ma'am. She was like, I'm in LA. So-and-so is here. Should I text? And I'm like, no. Of course, like after a few drinks after dinner, I was like, hey, let's meet up. Y'all, it was so annoying. I was like giving her this pep talk of don't do it. And girl, you got this. And oh, you're over there with all these hot models. Y'all are in the car about to go out. Forget that. And this and that. She's like, yeah, girl, you're right. Thanks so much. I hear that. Several hours later, she gets a message. I'm sobbing in an Uber. 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Hey, 4 a.m. your time. I was in LA, so it was 2 a.m. my time. Uh Okay. (laughs) I get a text message that says, so I bumped into such and such. Oh, yes. And by bumped LA in, so bumped in, I mean, I called his ass and I was like, where are you? Let's meet up. Here's my oh, location. Oh, you're just an hour away? No, I'll you're just like three blocks away. What a coincidence. Be there in a gif. <laughs> yeah. So I did the thing that I told myself I wasn't going to do, uh, which was to okay. put on my clown makeup. There you go. She and put I on her clown up. makeup last weekend. And I left him. You know, it was one of the first times I actually, I got up and I walked away. You did. And I felt a lot stronger for it. And my weekend ended beautifully. I made my flight at 6 a.m. I got back to Houston and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. things continued the way they should have. So some of these comments that you guys left, I loved it. So I'm just going to read some of the ones that I thought were great. I love how everyone was so honest and open and just yes. really, really put their truth out there. I love it. For the internet to see. And I'm for living us for the to honest read comments. Out loud. And I think that's one of the things that we really want. From you guys, it's just your truth and your honesty. So one of the comments would be, and I really love this one. I feel if you love him and he loves you, it's worth the challenge. Meaning you have to put in the effort. If someone you plan on being with forever. And then it goes on to say a heartache may make them realize, uh, wow, I don't want her to feel that way. I really do love her. I want to be my best when I'm with her. I really love that comment. It was Why? I liked it because I think a part of me 
like wants that with this person mm-hmm. and i think it's kind of sitting into my topic a little bit yes like i want him to realize like wow i don't want to hurt her because i put in so much effort and i mm-hmm. think we're just so back and forth with the communication at this point right. this seems so confusing and there i am living in my fantasy world again <laughs> well i wanted to touch on one of the comments that was left on instagram that the reason somebody keeps going back is because it's familiar, comfortable, and a safe zone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. She said, I think I just fear and hate starting over, wondering if someone else could and won't understand me and leave me too soon. That one yeah. got me. Because mm-hmm. even though I don't resonate with the fear of starting over, I actually love starting over personally mm-hmm. because I think it's a way to, well, I'm not going to say reinvent yourself because you're not reinventing yourself, but you get to start over and say, man, I did this with this last person and I'm not going to do it again. So this person doesn't see that side of me. I'm not going to okay, show that side like of me because it wasn't like you kind of get like one. a blank slate to really... Yeah. Like, let me start this over with someone connection. and recreate a connection. I don't see anybody that I date as time lost. At all. See, I do, and I think that's where you and I are so different yeah, in this is. viewpoint. I can understand where she's coming th- from, though, with it being comfortable, mm-hmm. and that's a big reason why we stay, or some people stay. I think because they think, but this person gets me, and this person knows my bad side and my good side, and I don't want to show somebody else my good and my bad side mm-hmm. because this person is still here and has stuck around through it. What if somebody else won't stick around through it? But you know yeah. what? So it's like the fear. Yeah, it's that fear of somebody else won't know you the way that this person does but mm-hmm. the reason i i can't really resonate or agree with that is because there's so many things wrong with that person too <laughs> so that, many red flags so many red flags that they're hurting you yes they know the good and bad side of you and they've accepted it and y'all have had some great times together mm-hmm. but they're also the person that's making you sad and they're also the person that's dragging you down mm-hmm. and then lifting you up yeah but then dragging you so they're so would you see it as like you know that would in that sense she's putting on her clown makeup yeah. and showing up to the circus every time to watch so the imagine, show? Imagine you do something mm-hmm. and then this guy or girl, vice versa, whatever, tears you down, and you're like feeling so low and so terrible about yourself, and then you think, man, why do I put myself through this? And then, like she said, it's because she's comfortable and she's afraid, and he and, knows how to get her back, mm-hmm. and he knows what to say to her to make mm-hmm. her say okay, I'll be over there real soon. Put on her damn clown makeup. Head over to his, his little way. house with her little purse in her hand. <laughs> and, you know, that's her saying, like, yeah, he tore me down, but he knows how to pick me back up, too. So he gets the... So it's that cycle, that unhealthy mm-hmm. cycle where you're both, you know, know how to bring each other back up mm-hmm. and tear each other back down. You know down. how to get to each other, mm-hmm. you know? And so I guess that can become comfortable, but I don't In a know. toxic way, though, and I think that's why... Like I said earlier, I know I'm being a fool, mm-hmm. but it's also, I totally agree with her comment because it's one of my fears and that's why I think I go back and a big one would be time lost. You mm-hmm. know, you invest so much time into something, although I know you say it's Girl, like... Girl, I have a comment for that already. Okay, go. what is it? What is it? What is it? It's like, y'all both said the time invested. You don't want to start over with somebody else. Mm-hmm. But the fucked up part is... All this time you're you continue to invest oh my God, is yes. continuing <laughs> to hurt you. So it's like you you're keep so saying right. there's you're so much so time right. invested and I can't let it go because of that. But so what am you're I holding also on to? wasting more time by staying there instead of just saying I've had enough and then starting mm-hmm. a brand new connection with someone 
where it's going to be better. Oh my God, you're so right, Jess. No, and I, I didn't even see it that way. And it just sort of clicked in my mind right now. I think like, it did for me too. How stupid am I really being? Like, can I be that much of a clown? I think my clown foolishness <laughs> needs to end with this fucking episode because it has gotten to the point where hmm. if I if I invest more time, I'm only going to be harping on that time invested. Yeah. And I will continue to keep myself in something because of the fear of wasting time yet i'm wasting time what a cycle it is a girl mind blown right mind now fuck. it's like whoosh. it is what is that an explosion in the Literally, background guys, a light bulb just lit above both of our heads right now totally loki looked up but like he was ready to break another vase no ma'am oh my god that vase <laughs> yesterday so but okay so for me personally it, it's not about the time invested it's not about starting over mine is honestly always goes back to validation and like mm-hmm. guilt okay or like that i don't want to think of maybe a psychological thing with me so i want to hear your take on yeah it. i mean you we definitely like interpret things and then go about things very very mm-hmm. differently but so, i love that about this conversation yeah. you know that's what makes it so interesting so you're more on the time invested because mm-hmm. alexa you say it's hard for you to open up to people it is it's very difficult for me to show my emotions and and then when you finally do mm-hmm. you're like crap it's taking me so long to open up i can't give up now yeah and i feel like i'm like wait don't leave yet like i'm opening up to you mm-hmm. now like this i want taking you me in. some time let's take it about a few months honey Mm-mm. just chill yeah we're gonna keep doing this but for you you say it's the validation and the guilt and why mm-hmm. would you feel and the reason that's not the you know the whole opening up thing for you and the time invested is mm-hmm. different for me is because I open up very quickly. I'm almost an open book with everybody that I meet. And I think when I first met you, I was like, wow, you're an open book. (laughs) I have a very open heart. And as soon as I feel like I connect with you, oh, I tell you everything. Mm -hmm. And I tell you how I feel and what I'm thinking. And that can be a lot for someone at times, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't take much for me to, to realize when I connect with but someone. But I think for you, it's a very positive trait and I would never want to see you like lose or damper that because right. it's helped me learn to open up myself, you know, the way that you do. And Thanks, it's kind of taught me. I know um, that's the power, conversation we just had, right? We did. See, I'm all in my feelings now. Yeah. I, um, I kind of just recently met someone. I only known them for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. now, like two, two and a half weeks, something like that. But mm-hmm this person came in very strong and I was like, holy crap, how can someone like me that much mm-hmm. just from barely meeting me? And so like he was intense guys. Like, it was Oh no. Intense. <laughs> like how do I don't even know how to like to the point of having a toothbrush, a, whirl, a whirlwind of emotions all at once, buying me towels because I hadn't done laundry yet You're saying, like, Oh, let me just leave sweet, a few things. Very here sweet gestures that I would have expected like far into the relationship almost yes. like told that. me he believed in love at first sight mm-hmm. and all of this stuff and so i thought wow somebody likes me i call that- these like shaker moves like moves that shake you up right. and leave you feeling like unsettled almost like what is happening around me? so immediately i felt validated mm-hmm. immediately i was like okay there's no question in this he's made it very obvious mm-hmm. that he's into me and he likes mm-hmm. me so that was that was taken out of the question for me but then like I said, guys, it's only like two and a half to three weeks. But timing is a funny thing. That yeah, we not like going literally right one thing was like a switch that happened. And all of a sudden it was like, I need space and you're clingy and you're, mm-hmm. um, you're this and you're that. And I was like, Whoa. So it's almost like what he did, he turned it around when you started to reciprocate like the yeah, feelings well, as and as, emotions as soon as you... So me personally, whenever I 
you know, once I decide for myself, which I told Alexa was probably, again, where I go wrong because the key word is I decided that I liked this person and I was going to pursue them in a serious way and, you know, not talk to anybody else. And once I decide that for myself, I do get more like, I expect a phone call, like not Mm -hmm. um, every day, but, or at least a text at the end of the day saying, Hey, today was really busy, but I hope you're doing well. Like, I don't, I don't like to text all day. Mm-hmm. I don't like clingy either because I'm busy. We're all busy. Yeah, but I think these are normal mm-hmm. requests that you're making. You know, like mm-hmm. if in any relationship, you want communication and you want to mm-hmm. know what's going on with the other person. And- but as soon as he flipped on me and, and you know, started saying that I was clingy and I said, you know, that's a little unfair just because Extremely I like you and I want to talk to you doesn't mean that I'm clingy. But... All of a sudden, my validation was taken away from me. Okay. And um, when somebody insults me, it just makes me not feel very good. And so that makes me want to try harder to get them to take back that insult or it's to see me the like way you they want them, before. You want them to see like, no, that's not how I meant it. Like, mm-hmm. look, I do care about you, but it's already been taken out of context with right. that person at that point. So the reason I go back and forth and keep mm-hmm. putting on that clown makeup like is because you said something and it made me feel bad about myself. So I'm going to keep trying until you say something good. And then you're like, okay, Jess, I don't see you that way anymore. And I'm like, oh, thank God. I totally see what you're saying now. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I think it's like clicked for me, the validation point, mm-hmm. And I never saw it before. And I'm like, I never understood because for me, I'm not like that. Like yeah. if you're going to tell me these things, I'm like, goodbye. That door is shut. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's just, it's interesting how we're so different like that. Yeah. Almost like, I no, don't... it makes me try harder to get you to see me the way you saw me before mm-hmm. versus when I do one thing that or say one thing off. Yeah. and then all of a sudden they say something and I'm just like, no, wait, go back to thinking about me the way you did before. Validate me again. Oh, and wow. I didn't ever even like mm-hmm. saw that. Yeah. So you. no one should ever make you feel like you need that validation right. from them. Like you shouldn't ever be in a relationship where you need to kind of exert that sort of it's weird because I feel like I'm a confident person but you know maybe deep down I do need or Mm -hmm. want validation from some people Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's not a good thing Mm -hmm. but we really we really just realized a lot of stuff right now like no we did and it's I love how we're um really just getting really real with each other right now with this All right, so why don't you just read another one of the comments and kind of summarize it for us. Yeah, I want to read one from the barbershop, which is really great. So it's It's a kind of a long one, but I really like that one too. So the gist of this comment was we're very influenced by the way we were brought up, our friends, our music, you know, social media, the internet. Mm Rom-coms. Ideas, traumas, and things. What I took from that comment was... We have a bad habit. Oh, such a good example. Mm-hmm. What I did. I decided I liked mm-hmm. this guy. Mm-hmm. And then I decided he's going to be this person for me. Okay. You know, he's going to be X, Y, Z. So in your mind, you decided that. In, in my mind, mm-hmm. I decided that. And I built him up to be the person I wanted to be in my head. So as soon as he did something mm-hmm. that wasn't that, mm-hmm. do you feel like it tore you down a little more than yes. it should have? Um, he made a really mean comment to me, and I was like, whoa, I don't know this guy. And you know, mm-hmm. I realized that we can't decide that someone is going to be our everything and 100% for us in this whole grand vision of a wow. perfect relationship. Oh we project what we want 
in them and then when they don't meet up to it we get all hurt and then we act out and Mm -hmm. we act a certain way that in in the end ends up having them call us crazy Mm -hmm. or clingy or too much right because i totally get what you're saying because even with this person like with such and such and with such and such i immediately like in my mind created what I saw as potential, mm-hmm. how great we could have been together. You like projected I, this fantasy this relationship. This fantasy relationship on him, and he, this poor guy's like, what the fuck? Like, when he didn't meet up to it, he was like, I never said I could be all of those things. Yeah, and you're like, well, in my in, mind, I said you were. Exactly. And he even said, I never said I wanted those things, you know? And it's like, he's doing his life, living his, you know, doing his thing, and I'm over here like, wanting something I created in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I had done, too, within... <laughs> Two and a I'm half goddamn weeks. Who so do I much, think guys. I am? <laughs> I'm like, who do I think I am deciding that, oh, this is going to be my next boyfriend in two and a half weeks? Now that I said out loud, I sound psycho. I know. I now that crazy. I'm saying this out loud, I'm a little embarrassed and like. Yeah. So. I'm well, not embarrassed, but it's like the self realization of it all has me feeling like, wow, we really do put on this clown makeup for mm-hmm. these situations that we create in our minds. We created it ourselves. So. That is definitely another reason why I think we go into this vicious cycle because mm-hmm. it's like, no, I we have don't a vision of you go. in my head and I'm going to keep working until you meet up to every one of my expectations mm-hmm. and it's going to create arguments along the way. Because and that person has no idea what's going on in your head mm-hmm. in your little fantasy relationship. They did not get the memo they, that you guys were together. I know me. I always repeat, no, it's going to work. It could work, but it, I just need to change this. I just and need if to I chill just out. Do, yeah. Okay, so why don't you read that passage you were telling me about from your book you've been reading called about something about perspective? Oh, yeah, my passage called The Boat. So it's a the same book I was talking about last time on mm-hmm. perspectives. It's called mm-hmm. How We See. I really need to post it on our Instagram. Yeah, you should. It's a great one. It's a really great short little read, and it has just a bunch of little passages. It's, an, it's nothing too intense, but there's a passage, and it, it really spoke to me. It says, a man was... A man was rowing his boat upstream when suddenly he saw another boat coming downstream toward him. He shouted, watch out. But the boat ran into him, nearly sinking his boat. The man became angry and began to shout. But when he looked closely, he saw that there was no one in the other boat. The boat had drifted downstream by itself. When our perceptions are incorrect, they can cause us a lot of unnecessary suffering. We look at things deeply in order to understand their true nature so that we will not be misled or suffer unnecessarily so are we suffering unnecessarily we're suffering unnecessarily because of the fantasies that we create in our heads because we put ourselves in these scenarios where we're like you know what like you said i decided Mm -hmm. and i'm over here like we're together and it's all in our minds and Mm -hmm. then at the end we get hurt because the other person is like you know what i was never on that page with Mm -hmm. you we were never talked about this it was never really like a a thing you know that should have been called whatever you were calling it right right so you know this guy in this boat passage Mm -hmm. assumed he assumed yeah that there was another person in this boat and he immediately got angry immediately was angry because it's like what are you doing you're you need to go that way i'm coming this way what have you but as soon as he realized there was no one there except him he He was the one who foolish mm -hmm, he was the one who assumed Mm -hmm. you know so really he could have moved his ass out the way and avoided that but why didn't he you know what i'm saying and it's like he led himself into the situation he led himself into the situation we are leading ourselves into these same situations and this man on the boat probably felt extremely foolish Mm -hmm. realizing there was nobody in the other boat I could have risked. There's no way to blame but himself. He risked, you know, his safety. He risked his boat getting damaged. Like we risk our hearts getting damaged Mm -hmm. by assuming. 
You know, they say when you assume, you make an ass out of me and you. No. No, we're cutting that out. Is that one thing your mom said? My mom has a lot of great, great advice. She should probably be on our podcast. The one thing that Alexa's mom, or she says that my mom always says, and then the one that one that stuck with me was, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. And it, it's like everybody knows that, right? And I've heard yeah, that before, but, but I say that to myself in my head all the time now. I'm like, mm-hmm. damned if you do, damned if you don't, so just, just do whatever the fuck you want, basically. Basically. Oh, like, that goes back to life. me telling you earlier when I was like, damn, I got out of something and I had all these walls up. And that's not good. Oh you should God, never yeah, have right. walls up. I mean being vulnerable is just part of life and mm-hmm. that's how you're really able to experience things fully when you're yeah. vulnerable right? and then the next thing you get into all your walls are completely down and then i'm damned if i damned do damned if, if i do, don't damned if, so just be yourself that is our self-realization for this podcast you know just yeah. you know what just do you live your life to the fullest go with the motherfucking flow okay mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying because just be you because I was telling Jess earlier, you know, she was saying she's like, Am I too much? Do I need to tone it down? I was like, Absolutely not, because the right person mm-hmm. for you, you will never be too much. You will be just the perfect amount of everything that they need and they want and I was vice doubting versa. Myself. And never doubt yourself. And I'm over here like wanting to shake her. I'm like, don't get down about this like stupid guy. It's like oh, we have so much love to give, guys. Like, I have a lot of love to give, obviously. <laughs> So, no, so with this episode, guys, like at the end, if you if you're just going in these cycles, like really step out of it, really step out of it and ask yourself, like, why am I allowing this to continue to hurt me? Why am I just hurting myself over and over for someone that's not seeing It's like, you know, stringing you along or doing whatever because it makes them feel good. But at the end, like the guy in the boat, you're just hurting yourself. You're hurting your heart. Right. And just come to the realization and, and step out of it. So when things like this used to happen to me, if a, a boy would mm-hmm. make me sad or mm-hmm. I would break up with someone, I would be really sad and depressed for about a week. I know when you came over and, and you told me that and I was like, wow, and now we get over it. Well, I wouldn't and say like I'm a... over it, over it. But now because I've been consistent with what I feed my mind mm-hmm. every day, I'm able to get out of it faster okay. than I normally was. So okay, yeah. I wouldn't say I am able to just completely get rid of those feelings and mm-hmm. thoughts easily. But mentally it's just, you're stronger. I'm, I can feel myself definitely growing more with that because now it doesn't last more than 24 hours. I still allow myself the time yes, to be which sad. which I think is, is good, you know, just to feel the feelings and feel where you're at in that present yeah, moment. I want to let that out. Mm-hmm. I don't want to suppress that. Mm-hmm. So I'll feel sad. I'll shed a little tear. I'll, mm-hmm. you know, cry or whatever it is I need to do. Mm-hmm. But after that, I'm like, okay, it feels like it was released. Mm-hmm. All right. I feel good now. And that has definitely been something I've been practicing and it's something I've noticed now. The consistency of it, yeah. The consistency of feeding my brain really positive messages. Today I listened to multiple videos on stoicism Mm -hmm. and I sent them to Alexa and she really enjoyed them. I was listening to them in the car and you guys, it really, a lot of it just really was hitting me like, wow, like we Mm -hmm. are, you have to mentally practice like how you work out every day when you're consistent with your workouts and your health routine. You see improvements in your body. You have to do the same for your mind. You have to work out your mind Mm -hmm. to continue to be happy because at the end of the day, it's a choice. Do you want to be upset and sad and bitter or do you want to be happy? But either, both of them take work. It takes So so what are you going to work for? Mm -hmm. Obviously, the choice would be happiness. 
once you just start to realize that you yourself are the only one that can move yourself forward in life, you're going to be a lot happier and you're going to make better decisions all around. If there's one thing I would want someone to take away from this, just because it's helped me personally, and if it can help you, that would be great too, is what Alexa said. Challenge your mind every day. Exercise your mind Mm -hmm. every day with videos on what you're going through that Mm -hmm. will help you. Stoicism. I'm going to post those YouTube videos on our Instagram um, to look into it, but that would be a really good way to practice doing things differently. And all it takes is a a 10, 15 minute video each day. Like like you guys, you don't even believe like Jess and I literally just had our realizations while recording this episode. We did. Like our light bulbs literally clicked and we're like, oh my God. And they made this episode so much better, but just by working on it every day, you know, we're just going to be The only way to get out of something is to Mm -hmm. introduce something new to your brain. So if you're someone who doesn't listen to motivational speeches or uh, Mm -hmm. podcasts on business, how to be productive, how to change your mindset. If you don't normally listen to things like that, if you start doing it, it can really improve how you see things and maybe even stop Mm -hmm. you from like doing the cycles that you're doing now. Yeah. Maybe like help you realize in some ways that you would have never realized yourself, you know, you have to do something different. You have to be consistent and you have to actively work for it. And I think with that, we want to leave you guys with that really just positive message and mm-hmm. yes. do something new. Introduce something new to your brain that's going to be helpful. Mm-hmm. Go to lunch and write in a journal if that's what's going to mm-hmm. help you get your emotions out. Go eat outside. Don't eat at your desk. You know, little just tiny things. Drive a different way to work the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, just challenge yourself in little tiny ways. And and I think moving forward, you guys will notice a big change like Jess and I have. And we're just so happy to close off this podcast with. Come join us at the Art Crawl this weekend. We're going to be Yay. doing lots of fun things. We posted all about it on our on our Instagram all mm-hmm. week. So join us. We love hanging out with you guys. And that's going to end it off. So peace and love, guys.